Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello. Happy Thursday now, and welcome. Yeah, the weeks are flying by. That's a good sign. If they drag on, you go, oh, the week's just dragging on. I can't believe it's only Monday. And you go, what do you mean you can't believe it? You've just woken up. I know, but it's Monday. But now, of course, tomorrow's Friday, and then basically it's the weekend. Oh, I heard a great expression, actually, last week, which is Thursday, from Thursday lunchtime. It's called, what was it called? My wife told me. Let me call my wife now. Hold on. She'll know what it's called. Just phone up. Hello. Hello, it's only me. Hello, you. You right, darling? Yeah, good, thank you. What um, what was the expression used in that film or that program we're watching on Amazon just before the weekend? Just before the weekend. Yeah, you don't say it's the weekend. It's like you say it on a from a Thursday, like weekend or something. Oh, yeah. What was it? The corporate people. Yeah. Um, prequent. Prequend. <laughs> what was it? Pre-Ken. Pre-Ken, that was it. Okay, see you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah, pre-Ken. What do you think about that, everyone? You let it all that out, won't you, Tom? Yeah, fine. Okay, you don't want to put the wife in. Right. Anyway, where was I? I can't remember. Let's start the podcast, shall we, with, of course, your reaction to a big night of FA Cup football. Well, a big night if you're a Spurs fan. Because, of course, they went through to the fifth round of the FA Cup after a thriller. And it was a great game at White Hart Lane. Oh, it's not called White Hart Lane anymore. yes. It's still called White Hart Lane on this podcast. Anyway, you lot reacted in your bazillions with phone calls to my show, The Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. This is what you were saying about that game. Ali's first time ball is precise. On to Son. Goes round the goalkeeper and brings him down. Penalty. So here's a chance to win it for Son. In the 87th minute, steps up from the penalty spot and drills it into the corner and drills Tottenham Hotspur into the fifth round of the FA Cup. Evening, gentlemen. How are we doing? You all right? Yeah, boy, oh boy, we had our luck there tonight, gents. Can't mm. agree more with Jason. We were shocking tonight. Absolutely shocking. Eric Dyer was nothing but dire. Since his illnesses last year, whatever he had, his injuries, he's been not the same player. He's heavy, he's lethargic, he's slow. Serge Aurier reminds me of a family party with a free bar, a liability waiting to happen in that penalty box when he's defending. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, and Southampton targeted that tonight. They kept coming at Serge Aurier and was dancing around him, trying to get him to trip us up the box. I mean, we absolutely rode our luck. And the the worst team won, unfortunately. Southampton were a number of Spurs fans go week in, week out. The best, team, the, be, the best team lost. 
Southampton should have had that. You know, I was, all I was dreading, well, I didn't want to sit there for extra time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wanted to get out, yeah, get in the yeah, car and yeah. go, because well, I was that bored with it and the ball rule there. Uh, Harry, no you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right, Harry. And look, in games like this, you often say the result is the most important thing. And of course it is. Absolutely yeah, right. But just, just looking at Spurs moving forward now, and there's there's going to be some big games coming up. We're talking about you've, you've got um, there's still that race for top four, which is very much on. And I just get the yeah. feeling that, that what we saw against Manchester City at the weekend, chances... Oh, it was, it's different, different worlds. Well, to part, you know, completely different, two different games. Right? We were at half-time and we were just like, you know what, don't fancy this now. We was having a beer at the half-time in, in the old bar and uh, we, we weren't fancying it. And when they nicked the second one, we were just yeah. like, we we, made it, we just said, look, the third one goes yeah. in, we're going to get up and get out, I think, because enough's enough. But no one up the front. Lucas was trying his hardest to skip round players with no one else to deliver to in the middle. Ali, come on, maybe maybe connect a little bit. Well, I have to say, there, Harry, but... I thought I thought Ali was excellent tonight when he came yeah. on, and, and Getson you know looked really sharp. Also, I thought those two those two substitutions that Spurs that was their best period of the game when those two okay. came on. Jose Mourinho, well done on reaching the fifth round of the FA Cup with four matches played. With four matches played, well, some guys have played two matches and easy matches. We had to play four and four difficult ones. How did you win that tonight? Spirit, soul and um, plan. Because um, with so many difficulties that we had, Dele could only play that little period. We could only play with three up and Dele as a link for a short period. We had to play in a way from the beginning where we didn't want two, but we have two with the players that we had available. And we played against a very good team in the top of their form, in the top of their confidence with one more day uh, to rest than, than we had. So it was very, very, very difficult. So I think we won on these details and we won on the spirit of the team. You rode your luck as well, didn't you? Luck? You, you rode your luck. I mean, they, they had a, a lot of chances and they could have put the game out of, out of your sight before you, you finally got the equaliser. Mm, I don't think so. I think they had chances. I think they were better than us. They were stronger than, than us. But we scored before them. And then they scored the equalise, and then we, they scored the second goal. And after the second goal, I don't remember them with chances to to kill the game. After that second goal was was our best period. Was our was our reaction? Was us playing with with the back four? Was us playing uh, with 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 wingers for the first time? Was us for the first time with with the link play with Ale uh, just behind Lucas, allowing Lucas to drop and to get the ball and to do what he did in the first goal. Um, I think we have we deserve the credit for uh, for what we did. Got one more question for you. It's not whether you're going to beat Norwich in the next round or, or reach Wembley. Where are you going on holiday for the next few days? I go to Munich for Bayern Munich Leipzig. I don't go on holiday. I'm going to work. You're always working. That's your problem. Yeah, that's <laughs> why they pay me for. And I can only apologise for the language used by Mrs Goldstein there. Anyway, time now to check in with Big Al on the ABSB. Or the BASB, as it should be, Big Alan Brazil. Or the Babsper. I quite like... No, it doesn't work at all, does it? Anyway, Neil Warnock was on the show and he was talking about Manchester United and how they need to pay whatever it takes to get Jack Grealish. Man United are in a situation where they should just pay the money, shouldn't they now? And uh, I think he'd be a great acquisition for them. Dear me, I think he's he's made to measure like that. I don't need to use it sillily, but you know when you think about Cantona and people like that that have just got something magical, he just fits. He just fit that bill as a young one, doesn't he? And I think it would be a great signing. 
Time now to check in with Jim White Show. Of course, it's the mid-morning show with Jim and Natalie Sawyer. And Trevor Sinclair was their guest. He came up with a good one, suggesting that Ollie Watkins, the Brentford striker, should be considered for England. But England what? Prime Minister? England rugby captain? Head of MI5? I mean, you just got to be a little bit more specific, Trevor. There's not that many goal scorers playing at a high level in the Premier League and scoring goals on a really regular occurrence. Do you really honestly think, though, Gareth Southgate would look to the Championship? Why not? Why not? Yeah, I agree. Tammy played when it. he was in the Championship. But he doesn't do it that often. But, but listen, he's in a situation where three of his best strikers that are English, Vardy, he's put himself out of it, mm. unless he can turn his head. Um, Rashford, is not fit. And Harry Kane's not fit. Yeah. So listen, I'm a fan of Ollie Watkins. I, I love what's... what he's doing for Brentford. But don't you think that is quite a big step? Well, what if he went to Chelsea in January? Because there was talk of him going to Chelsea. Yeah, in January. but he hasn't though. No, but he hasn't. But he doesn't make him a worse player. No, yeah. of course not. And actually, no. it might do him a favour playing with slightly less elite players. His confidence was, was sky high. Scoring goals. How many has he scored? 19 league goals already. Yeah. But then yeah. he comes he's up against fire. Croatia and the Czech Republic. I mean, do you really think? Absolutely. Yeah, that's when you're saying. young, you are fearless. Yes. And if he's scoring at will in the championship, why not? I'm loving that attitude, Trevor. Yeah, that's I a way that these guys should look at it. Absolutely. He'll love that. This He'll is love my you chance. That. <clears throat> I actually remember getting in the squad when I was quite a, a young player. I was about 22 with um, Gascoigne and all players like that. And I was, I was more nervous in training just mm. to be around yes. these guys that I yeah. used to look up to, yeah. John Barnes and the rest Brilliant. of it. But uh, yeah, 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 why not? Get him in. Yeah. Have a look at him anyway, at least, especially with the, the, the problems not? we've got with strikers at the yeah. moment. Yeah, there you go, Trevor Sinclair saying Holly Watkins should be the... Huh? He came in, did he? Oh, he's a great player, Holly Watkins. Yeah, he should definitely be considered. He was on Jim White's show in the studio, was he? <clears throat> Good. OK, well, listen, let's hear what he had to say. The Championship and Premier League is obviously different in standard, but um, I remember Grealish last year performing well, but he he didn't get a call up because Southgate said you know he had to he had to do it week in week out in the Premier League. So it's not something I've thought about. You know, people have told me, and I've seen obviously the latest injuries to Vardy mm-hmm. and Kane stuff like that. So I just take it with a pinch of salt, really. Time now to check in with the ginger fellow with loud shirts. Of course, Adrian Durham was alongside Darren Bent on Drive. And this was a great story, how Herman Herideson saved him from a fight with Danny. This is definitely this definitely happened, did he? Saved him from a fight, did he? This definitely happened with Danny. Honestly, okay. Shit too. When I was a young kid coming through Ipswich, we played QPR down at um, down at their stadium. And I'm standing in the tunnel, I think I'm only 17 at the time, ready to go out. Obviously a little bit nervous. Gets a big tap on my shoulder. Turn around, big Danny shit was there looking at me. Going, You're right, he's, looking, he's gone to me. I'm going to break your... Something legs today. Obviously, I can't say the word that he said. Really? He went, if you come anywhere near me, because at the time I scored a few goals, reputation was starting to grow. Because you come anywhere near me, I'm going to break your legs and all this. Da, 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 da. So I'm nervous as it is. My legs start shaking. And out of nowhere, like a superhero, Herman O'Reilly come and save the day. He basically come in there, got in Danny, uh, Danny Shitu's face. Yeah. I was like, don't you go near him. You touch him. If, if I see you go near him on the pitch, you're going to have me to deal with. And I should remember thinking, thank you, Herman, because Chitu was a massive guy. By yeah, the yeah. And even as on the pitch, I'm warming up and he's looking at me, Danny Shitu pointing at me again, you're going to get it, you're going to get it. And every time he did that, Herman would come and tap me on the shoulder and just go, D, if you've got any problems, just come and get me. <laughs> There you go, Danny Shittu on drive time. Incidentally, I had an idea for a feature on my show, which never got the red light. This is genuine. It genuinely did happen. I wanted Danny Shittu to come on once a week and go up against a fan on a varied selection of general knowledge and sporting questions. And it was going to be called The Shittu Hits The Fan. 
But uh, for one reason or another, that one didn't quite happen. There's still time. Who knows? Back now to Big Al on the Alan Brazil Breakfast Show alongside Ray Parler. And they were talking about whether or not they prefer to pay with cash and comparing how much cash they have on them. Obviously, both of them have neither in their pockets now because they've been out on the last bang. Nice one. 9.32. I've seen someone buy a few paints for his watch. Mm. Well, you, you can certainly, look, if you lose if you lose cash, you lose cash. You know what? If you, lose, if you lose your car, Especially you get away with it. Paint. You get away with it. <laughs> I don't like coming out of the house with no wedge. I'd rather go to a machine and get cash out and pay, if yeah. I'm being honest. A yeah. little bit old school. How much cash have you got on you? Where are you going today? Uh, got a few uh, quid on you? I can't divulge what I'm doing today. <laughs> uh, right, Ray, get your wallow. Come on, show me how much you got. What? Come on. Well, play, well let's, have a, game right of, let's have a game of spoof for it. Right now. I've, got, I've played spoof for it. I have got on me, right? I've got my... Oh, I've got, I've got a blue one. That's I've got good. my Oyster for the DLR. And what? I've got... I've got oh, he's got, got, oh, he's got a bullseye there, haven't you? Yeah, no, I've got one. I've got a hundred. I'm like a cab driver. Look, look, look at me. Look at me. Look at me uh, fivers, isn't it? Yeah, all right. I had a zero on that. Man. I'd end up six, seven hundred quid now, <laughs> which is ridiculous. <laughs> Back now to the ginger fella and Benty. Talking about Cristiano Ronaldo's best ever goal on his 35th birthday. If you're listening, Cristiano Ronaldo, happy birthday to you. Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. To, for yesterday. Yeah, so, happy birthday yesterday. Oh, just play the tape. Number one. Headed away by Vidic. Ronaldo can break. Decent part. Rooney's got some space to his left. Here is Wayne Rooney. Ronaldo's getting up with him. Rooney has found Ronaldo. How about that? One end of the field to the other in the blink of an eye. I love this goal. I love this goal. This is the the killer. This is the one after the hour mark at the Emirates in that Champions League semi-final that was meant to be uh, the big night at the new stadium for Arsenal when all the home fans started leaving after an hour. Incredible. But what I love about it is it's a team goal. So he scored incredible strikes, great free kicks. He scored some brilliant wonder solo goals, but this was a fantastic team goal. Um, so Park's involved, Rooney's out on the left, but when Rooney gets the ball on the left, Ronaldo just whoosh, he just goes, and Juru, Jan Juru, could not stay with him. I mean, he left him for dust. That, well, that disqualifies the goal in itself. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, this is Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal had Juru at the back and Almunia in goal. I mean, come on, you expected to get the Champions League final? And hold on, that is your number one. Yeah. <laughs> That's my number one goal. Yeah. Yeah. Because I love team goals. So I didn't want to give it to a solo Ronaldo goal. He's part of a team. And I loved that goal. And he finished it he with his, an incredible run that he did for the team. So it was one of those goals where he doesn't look at himself and everybody, oh, look at me. It's the whole team. And that's why I love that goal. And it was against Arsenal. Yeah, that, that's probably the most important part for you. Your number one? My number one is the overhead kick against Juventus. Against Juventus for Real Madrid. Okay. I mean, what a goal. You spoke about it earlier. I mean, you had it number four on your list, yeah. which I don't <laughs> understand, but what a goal. I mean, it was just iconic as well. I mean, even the Juventus fans giving him a round of applause. They obviously knew something that we didn't, that he was going there the following season. But what a goal. Carvajal puts it back in, but it's the way he's running out, of kind of out the box, and then for him to just bicycle kick it over his head like that. I mean, against a great goalkeeper as well. Not Almunia against Buffon it's listen that's for me number one <laughs> honestly mate seriously you've got two goals against Portsmouth in your you've top you've got two five. against Arsenal well yeah it's a fair point well made similar sort of opposition <laughs> I'm Jason Cunney this is TalkSportSingles.com <laughs> there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Next up, it's time to hear from Paul and Andy, or Hawksby and Jacobs. Of course, it hasn't always been Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs. Before Paul Hawksby, it was his father, actually, Gerard Hawksby, obviously alongside Andy Jacobs. And before Gerard Hawksby, it was his father, Henry Hawksby, obviously alongside Andy Jacobs. And before him, it was uh, a guy called, uh, where is it? King Edward IV, alongside Andy Jacobs. Anyway, this is Paul and Andy doing what they do best. This came from uh, an unlikely source. This is um, a, the former energy minister uh, who was uh, talking about climate change and talking about how well we're doing in the world of climate change in this country at the moment. Mm. And she said, our efforts right now are somewhere around League One. We're playing at Oxford United levels when we need to be Liverpool if we're going to do what the world needs us to. Well, uh, I thought, well, that's true, that's but, you know, point, if you, really. China, that's probably Hornchurch, isn't it, really? <laughs> so it's all relative. I can't see Greta Thunberg managing Liverpool. No, well, I, I, I doubt it very much. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be quite did. inscrutable, though. You wouldn't know on the touchline whether she was happy with the way you were playing or not. She wouldn't give anything away, would she? My son and his uh, wife were listening to the podcast when you tried to teach me how to say Greta's name. Greta, Greta Thunberg. And apparently, Berg. yeah, they ring each other up and just say just quickly yeah. just go Greta Thunberg and then put Greta the phone Thunberg. down <laughs> it's brilliant it's, it's that anyway singer Susan Boyle oh yeah yes. she's finally in. no huh, how are you doing she's finally learning to ride a bicycle at 58 which That's is fair enough great news yeah she admits she's still got the stabilisers on but this is the bit I like she got stabilisers on I know she said <laughs> she said I brought myself a bike she said I can ride an exercise bike but I <laughs> can't ride an exercise <laughs> bike. you're not going to topple off of that are you <laughs> Yeah, you go, a bit of Hawksby and Jacobs on the radio for you. Let's head back now to Trevor Sinclairland. He's talking about John Stones. Pep did just touch on uh, Gundogan, Laporte, Mende, who've had really serious injuries. John Stones has not had that. So why is he not getting the 40, 50 games a season like the rest of the players who, who, who Pep obviously does back? Uh, I think he's in that. He's, he's kind of questioning his professionalism um, without saying that. Um, that's the way I interpret it. Um, and then, you know, there were strong rumours um, with Milan um, Skriniar over the January transfer window yeah, from Milan. Yeah, yeah. That Manchester City were in for him. Now, if you're John Stones, you've got to be thinking, have I got a future at this football club? For me, it's not looking great for him. I think personal life can affect a player. 
so we don't look at the, the player's personal life a lot of the time as fans. I've been in this situation. I split up from my girlfriend when I was young. We had a, a, a young kid. I think John Stones has been through something similar. Um, and that can be very difficult, not just from a personal level, but from a professional level. And being able to go out there and execute your craft to the highest level, I think it can affect it. I um, so Was that uh, on your mind on match day? It was. And it was something that I couldn't deal with on my own. So I sought the help uh, from a sports psychologist, um, Keith Power. He came to my house once a week and just helped me regain the tools to get myself out there and give a good account of myself on a match day. Um, and then you have to look at the Euros you know John Stones I think he's come out and said that he wants to be in that Euro squad he wants mm. to play more football which mm. is understandable uh, at the moment it doesn't look like that's going to be happening and if you look at his competition I think it's one of the strongest areas for England um, obviously Harry Maguire I think Joel Gomez he's been superb this season um, John Stones not playing enough football Fikayo Tamori he's been superb me Mason Holgate would probably go above um, Michael Keane just because of the performances I've seen him put in at right back, yeah. at central defender, so he's yeah. got that adaptability. And then you've got James uh, Tarkovsky and, and Chris Smalling over in Roma. He's got experience, he's 30 years old. So I feel all in all, things are not going to plan for John Stones um, and he needs to kind of refocus on his career. And, um, you know, if I was if I was advising him, I'd say try and get some help from a sports psychologist and, and, and try and get yourself back on track because at the moment it doesn't look like he's going to have a, a future or the future that we expected at Manchester City. Well, that's nearly it for another podcast. I think good work, everyone. I, of course, will be back home to tell Mrs Goldstein how much of a filthy potty mouth she has. But before I do, let me just share with you the best bits of the rest of the sports bar. Andy Goldstein's Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the, what's, what? Who's why are we doing this? this? Who done this? Who's Josh, but Josh, why have, you, why have you chosen this one? What do you mean I asked for it? I asked for music for the Olympics. This is Little Mix. You Josh, absolute... I said, I said Olympics. What do you mean you thought... Why would I say I want... Li- why have we got a feature on Little Mix, Josh? Jeez. I mean, unbe- unbe- so now we've got to play that every week, have we? Brilliant. <laughs> a different little mix song because Josh thought I said Olympic. Excellent. Well, that's virtually it. Let me just remind you, as I always do, if you've not downloaded, maybe you're listening on a friend's device or you're hearing it on the radio, maybe talk sport too because they play little bits out, or you've stolen something from Dixon's and this was on it as like a demo and you're thinking, oh, I quite like the cut of that, then download the rest of them from Acast, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. A quick reminder that on TalkSport 2 tonight from 7pm, it's a team with W's and R's in that I can get nowhere near. They're playing St Helens, Mornington and Wolves, from 7, as I mentioned, on TalkSport 2. So make sure you tune in. I've got to say it, bye. <clears throat> Warrington Wolves. There's not even a team called You've made that up just to... Right, where's HR? No, fine, OK. Anyway, thank you for listening. Remember to join the sports bar. I'm not in the sports bar, actually, tonight. It's Jason and that fellow from Blackburn. Let's just call him Blackburn, shall we? I'm off getting something done. You don't want to know what I'm doing. It's not something I can really talk about. But let's just say there's tubes and um, I can't eat for a couple of days. I mean, that you don't really need to know any more than that. Feel free to send me some good luck messages at AndyGosin05. But let's just say um, I won't be having a curry tonight. That's it. That's all you need to know. Thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. 
was a podcast from Talk Sport.